0: Okay, DVD radio, September 3rd, 2018. I'm reporting to you live. Okay, it's live now. All right, now hang on. See, this is like prayer time for me. This is regroup time. There's something pivotal taking place uh, you know, in my life. Okay, my life. All right. How my life connects to anybody else's, I couldn't tell you today. I really couldn't. But... Strange doctrine is cha- a challenge to deal with. Everybody will tell you, you can't possibly know right from wrong. Everybody thinks they're right, so how can you take a stand on anything at all? This is an argument that you almost cannot win because Jesus, you know, you, Lord, made it so that all could step into the role of Pharisee just like that from their comfortable position where they were blessed and in right standing with you, Lord. It doesn't take much for people to fall into the other category. So when we go and we put our efforts forward, the result can often be a reflection that requires discernment. You know, Jesus said, you know, it's like a man who looks at himself in the mirror and forgets what he looks like. When you put out something and you know what you're doing and who you are, as a person, and you get back something different that disappoints you and hurts you? Well, I can't be giving sage advice anymore. The gurus have ripped it off. You know, they're <laughs> they're making a mockery out of the truth. It's called gaming the system. But it doesn't work forever, and God, it will not be mocked. And so those who reap into these systems will sow something, somewhere, sometime, that will not benefit them. There's so many problems in the world, I hesitate to even want to discuss them, for fear of being sidetracked off the main point of our entire existence once we know God, which is to live for Him in His glory. And how do man's woes and problems benefit God in the face of His creation? in the face of time, how does explaining the woes and expanding upon them and examining them, how does this benefit the Lord? And many people would say it doesn't. People just complain all the time. It's grumbling. Oh, I don't like the way it is. But that's not true. Without that perception of a problem. And without the aggravation of it that requires a solution one would confidently and comfortably live with problems that maybe they shouldn't. And this is the conscience, this is the God realm, this is the place where people are trying to work, but it's never going to take hold unless they really know who God is. Today in my life, my confidence is in the Lord, and I'm waiting on the Lord. I've decided to, you know wait on the Lord, and yet, (laughs) I just can't tell you how complicated it gets when you find out what strange philosophies do. Um, People have tried to tangle with some of these opposition forces in the past. I mean, it's even biblical. Jesus encountered things with with his disciples that kind of seemed to be of a different nature at times, you know, they encountered some of the misfits of the dark side, and they had to deal with them, okay, in this day and age, I'm sorry to say, but the misfits of the dark side are no less present, and no less active, and their works are no less destructive. So having them around means that at times people are going to work on behalf of those forces. Usually it's unknowingly, but it's still considered willingly by the Lord because they let themselves be led into places by their silly passions. And for whatever reason, and I thank God for this, he calls people to blame for their mistakes. And he doesn't make an easy way out for people when they make big mistakes. He makes a hard way out. He makes a difficult way out. He makes you have to call on him because he wants it to hurt so you learn your lesson. That's the way it's supposed to work. We're not supposed to bruise everybody's ego. We're supposed to let God take care of it. But the problem is people seem to not have a conscience about certain things anymore. The white lie seems to be part of... got a hold on this. Hang on. The white lie. We won't touch the white lie. It's something I often come up to and I'm like ready to pounce on the white lie. And the Lord tells me, It isn't the white lie by which he measures a man. It's something else and it's something better. It's a better quality that he can measure than I could ever even put words to. He knows the dangers I'm talking about. We have pathological behavior. We have compulsive behavior in society. We have massive avoidance issues. We have... If anybody doesn't know what I'm doing, I'm typing messages. I don't care. I have to do it. Nobody... Anyway. We have... We have the woes of society. But... Basically... See... If, if 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 time exists then we need to not be so concerned about space and time if nobody knows what I'm talking about that's fine But there's something still that I have never put words to that I have always felt deep inside that if I could put words to it, it might help solve something in a good way. I don't know if that's true. But sometimes the most obvious aspects of our existence may be where we find some of the truths that really set us free. And again, you know, if 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 God was my spaceship, you know, I have an umbilical cord to Him through Jesus, okay? It is very difficult to stand in a world and speak about a world while wanting nothing more than the gospel to be spread. And yet also knowing that when man loses his sense of wonder, he becomes genocidal. Or, Worse, he becomes sick and twisted. Or worse, he becomes devious. And the systems and deviousness, well, we'll save that story for another time. But if we were on this ship and we were exploring the immediate surroundings, we would have God looking watching us because he would be the one we were connected to you know when things when you said you couldn't do it anymore he would pull the rope back he's told you he will do that for you when you say you can't take anymore that's when you hit your knees and you pray and god will send you some kind of relief i've noticed this for years in different forms it's been small things It's been big things Science, medicine, they've shown and proven. I mean, not everybody all the time agrees, but m- there is much scientific evidence to show that prayer works. And science has no problem with that. They, they they, they, find it more interesting to explain why. And that really doesn't bother me very much, as long as they're not telling me prayer doesn't work. But the problem that I find is that the people are, people are beginning to follow these trends. And these trends are not actually going to solve any problems. They're going to make them worse. People want the powers and deny the power. It's the power of God that I seek. I would rather hear the thunder roll across the hills because God was speaking than to have God zap something out of somebody's hand in front of me because they were about to do something to me. You know, I want God to be as glorious as he is in this world. I want him to reserve his presence for when it's really needed. That's what I want for God, because he's so much greater than so much of what we see. Anyway. The devil. (laughs) He has a silver tongue. We're all victims, aren't we? And we are. God reserved our victimhood for us for the day that Jesus hit the cross. I got to be a victim. Suddenly it wasn't my fault. Suddenly it all made sense. Even though I was bad, when it all came down to it, it really wasn't my fault. And I kept thinking it was. And I kept hoping other people wouldn't blame me. And I kept hoping other people wouldn't think about me. And if they thought something bad happened in their life, I was hoping that they weren't going to blame me for everything. And God was able to show me that nobody could blame me for everything. Because there was nobody better than me. And there was nobody better than them. We are all equally destroyed already in so many ways. You know, it's it's a sad tale. We compete. A broken race, mankind, competing against one another. And yet, all God says, if you really think about it, what should resound throughout mankind, He said, don't compete against one another, except only in zeal for me. And that meant Him alone, the real one and only Jesus, the one and only God, a zeal that would be all you would have or, or any kind of competition and, and the zeal would silence itself so that it couldn't become anything that God would disapprove of. So at the end you would only be left with some kind of adoration, some kind of song. No one could could achieve better than the other to prove something better to the Lord. And we would begin to have to think what could we do together to contribute to the Lord. don't listen to these that doesn't bother me makes it easier if I thought people were listening I'd be grandstanding now this is so much easier zero listens pain is a way of life You know, (laughs) we all want to carry something like Paul did. We suffer the afflictions privately. Paul has that audience of us all. All of us read. And suddenly he's not so alone either in history. He's freed. But Paul didn't know that. He didn't know that all of us would read it. Maybe he did. But I, I don't i don't know. I don't think so. And so who are we? And God tells us when he opens the book of life, if we're written in there, that's a good thing because we get to stay. Do you know that you're writing that story right now with every thought, everything you can conjure of goodness and greatness in the name of the Lord, that you could do decency, you know, on his standard, Is something you can build into that story. And you can live a life story worth living. But you have to understand God's beauty is merciful. And most people when they get a hold of God. They just want that power. That's all they want. The power to destroy their enemies. And that's one power God didn't give. And he put the restraint on people many times in many ways. And through the word, he puts a great restraint on us. And that's for a reason. We're not what some people think we are. I'm a follower of Jesus, right? Wouldn't I say that? How can I know Jesus if I hear a hundred lies about him and see a million? I have to find Jesus out there. And then they all want to say... Well, this is the way or that's the way, follow this person or that person. And here I have to stand and another person just out there in the wilderness trying to say, Hey, listen, I want to tell you something. Makes you feel pretty bad sometimes. You came to report the gospel and you wind up trying to figure out what the heck's going on in the world. Why? The Lord asked us to pull ourselves out of the world. What happens when the ones you love cling? What happens? Do you pull them kicking and screaming? You know you almost have to do that if you really love them. Somehow your very presence has to pull them away from what they're grabbing for. Just like a little child. Just grabbing for that thing that's going to kill him. Or whatever it is. But I want it, they say. I gotta have it. I want that. And what kind of fit can a child have? Well, what kind of fit and what kind of power can an adult bring? A man or a woman bring with their fits. They can bring unbelievable hell. I know it sounds a little gruesome, but it's true. If you really want to know the truth. First they get their driver's license. And then from there, you never know what they're going to learn, where they're going to go. That scares some of the elite. They're scared. They don't know what we're capable of. They don't know what people can learn. They'll realize one day, one way or another, that God and Jesus are the best shot they have of surviving this whole mess. The people of God will not betray each other. The real people of God will not betray each other. And we will not judge. So I don't call people names. I don't call people out. I'm not fighting those battles right now. I'm looking to my Lord and God, Jesus, And I'm looking to the Holy Spirit to be more real than real, more present than ever, and more powerful than anybody could have ever imagined. Well, I believe in God, and I believe in Jesus, and I believe in the Holy Spirit. When I can raise my faith in each element to its proper level, perhaps then, maybe and maybe then, something new will be released in my own life but it will always be dependent on them. And it will always be me working to get them in the proper place and respect in my life and that I fall into line. It's not easy. We all face challenges. The insurmountable challenges seem to be the most daring. I like to find things that are impossible, and wait upon the Lord, and just plant a seed that maybe, just maybe it is possible. It may sound exaggerated to you, but you're not even there, so what do I care? I know how I live. I wouldn't be sitting here saying this for no reason. Time marches on, there's no doubt. I think that if we all believe the same things, some of what we fear won't be so bad. One of my fears is being torn away from my loved ones. I want to go to the same place they go. It's a fear I have. I don't want to be separated from them. I know how they'd be safe. But they don't want that. It's not worth it to them. A lot of people, it's not worth it to them to go the extra mile. To pay attention. To fight for it. To make sure that no one lies to you. To make sure that your pastors are not going to lie to you. I think sometimes they even test us. Just to see who's awake. I'm hoping. Because otherwise. If you look at the Bible. You don't find a dying and dead church. But you might find yourself standing in the ashes of one. Yourself. We're all victims. We're all liars. There's so many things to despise about the human character, no matter what country you're from. Everybody can see the ugliness in the other culture, because there's always an ugliness. Some people seek the beauty in every culture. There's nothing more ugly than seeking the beauty in every culture. It doesn't serve a purpose. I don't hear Paul talking about it. I don't hear Jesus talking about it. I don't hear God talking about finding the beauty in every culture. I hear God talking about the salvation of mankind. Because of something that happened a long time ago. People won't believe that. And yet, as crazy as it sounds, hell is very well known to be real by a lot of people. I mean, I don't know how much evidence I'd want. It's like... Auschwitz was real you know if you could get away from having to go there you might want to do that and take some proactive measures and the proactive measures for God I think it's the belief that a lot of people struggle with uh, I, I don't know what to tell you that's why I'm sitting in my truck at 11 at night while everybody's asleep to try to rack my brain to figure out what in the world I'm going to do how am I going to make a difference? How am I going to help? I really want to. There's no greater cry in my heart than making a huge difference in this arena. But <laughs> my witness is powerful, but it's not the words of my mouth that's going to save this world. So my testimony is just a shred it's just a little piece. Oh, there's something better. There's something better than my testimony. There's something way better. The gospel. What is the gospel? As a fisherman, you're, you're trying to bait your hooks, you're like going through each hook. You're thinking about how you're actually throwing them over because you want to catch something, not because you are just going through the motions. Now, when you get really good at something, you do just go through the motions and you catch something. And then you work on something different with your mind and your time. But in this case, carefully baited that each hook is a prayer. It's a it's a wish or something. Whatever people want to say. It's a prayer. It's a demand. It's a demand from heaven. The ransom has been paid. Give us this person now. I'm just the executioner, man. I'm just here to take... And I'm not trying to sound tough. I don't like sounding that way, but it's absolutely true just like anybody else. I'm here to make sure that God gets those people somehow. And so I am very unpopular with some, but I'm looking at a big picture because I'm one of those people from whatever industries I've been in or whatever. I see a working environment with lots of people in it. And I would like if I'm going to work on it for a couple, I might as well figure out how I can work on it for a lot of people all at the same time. Some kind of answers, something to give people to get them back in love with God. I'm surprised it's still recording. You hear the crickets out there, everybody? (laughs) I love it. I can't believe I've only got a few more weeks of this. The leaves haven't come off the trees yet. You don't hear that sound yet. The nights will sound different, they'll start to rattle. It's not a bad thing. It takes time to get used to it's gonna happen again. And again. And again. But, in the midst of all that's mankind. (sighs) You know. There's nothing I'd like more than to forget my cares. Be about, be be around a bunch of people that were were friends and and just because I trust them. I don't even need to know who they are. I just trust them because they're they're my brothers and sisters, okay? With some kind of like worship music but without dummies like acting like idiots and that's what I don't understand. I'm having a hard time. Because I don't want to judge people. But I've I've been having a hard time getting involved with. Popular. Christianity. It's kind of like a confession. It's not a confession because it makes perfect sense to me. I could be completely, totally, 100% like on board with every single person in popular Christianity. Fully support them, pray for them, not even have a bad word or anything to God or anybody about them. But it doesn't mean that I belong in the middle of that mess. I can't do it. I cannot even want to go there. It would be too much for me anyway with my name and everything. I don't know. Just But what do you do with your I have this mission upon mission, you know, and what am I supposed to do? So, I'm like, well, what realm am I exactly working in? Because everybody is all about, like, what happens on the phones and stuff. But, like, I find an amazing effect in walking around my life and talking to people. So, for me... I mean, I don't know what's supposed to happen because I've never seen anybody have a life story anymore. It just doesn't happen. Very few and far between. Like, nothing happens. All you can do now is aspire to be, like, in a popularity contest and somehow get rich. Like, this is what I can see, basically, is basically the goal. For most people, like, I can discern. Or you just, just... I don't even want to say. Dysfunctionally rail on everything in the world and can barely get anything done because you're just so mad. It's another category. <sighs> I mean, what? What do you want? When people are done with their antics, they're still always left with the same thing. That's what annoys me so much. It's. I'm sure that wiser, many wiser people than me know exactly what I'm talking about. And you know, it's kind of like, and I'm not trying to be holier than thou. I'm just saying there comes a point where some things you put up with, it's like, you know, what's going on, but you can't touch the people because they're just crazy. And there's certain things that seem like they have to work through people's like entire psyche. Like it's like an echo that has to go from one end of the brain to the other before it makes sense. And you can tell them all you want what the truth is, and they are not going to get it because they just can't wrap their head around it. But that doesn't mean God's not finished with the work. It's just like, but this is going on. Like, how many people are like that within the body of Christ? And it's like, where can you stand where you can actually have a conversation with anybody that's not their brain isn't broken, dude. I don't know. It's not just me. My kids feel like that sometimes too. About like being in the world, just who are they supposed to talk to anymore. You know, I mean, it does feel that way sometimes. Who are you supposed to talk to at the end of the day? I've tried talking to the people in the church intimately about whatever. And one thing or another, you find out they don't care about any of that stuff. And now it's like, oh, well, somehow you're stirring up controversy because you want. And people know what I'm talking about. I don't actually talk about like some of the guys on Twitter will be talking about like prepping and stuff and like Trump stuff. I'm not one of those guys at all, but I am of the mind that, uh, something more can always be done with our faith. I'm like, I'm always, I told our, we started going to different church recently. I told the pastor there, I said, look, just want you to know, I'm like, I'm like maximum faith all the time. Like whatever's the most I can do is what I want to do, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be, I didn't say this, but, the, but, but. We've since talked a lot, you know, but I'm not going to be there, kissing the butt or the ring or anything, trying to do as much I can as I can around the church. I literally want to help change the world, man. I want to see people saved. I want to see water for the world. I want to see food on plates because it can happen. And what it is it's relief for the actual people. Did anybody ever think about that? Because like, whenever I talk about it, it's always like people think it's a cause. It's not a cause. The people are actually hungry right now, and they can get food. Duh. Like, you have to pretend everybody's your child or something and actually care. That's what I can't understand. It's about Americans? Yeah, it's about Americans. Sure, I'm in America. Let's pick on ourselves. It's not ourselves. It's you. I'm not like that. I mean, I try not to. I've been like this for a long, long time too. I've probably annoyed a lot of people I've known with my incessant pointing to some other cause that had to be dealt with. Come on, guys, don't you know? I mean, I can think of times when I... I mean, and that's just all... The point is, it's not about me, but ultimately me sitting here, out here talking. Is it going to be... I'm going to be left with my own witness at some point. That's all I'm going to have left. I've got all this witness. You know, and... My confidence is beyond big because I just know that there's... See... The enemy is a complex system of attacks... You know, everybody wants to to just isolate him so easily. But he's not alone. You know, he's not alone. He's working. He's not not alone. And so you're... you're You're dealing a lot with complex attack mechanisms. That aren't just one thing. And that's what people don't understand. Even with healing or anything. They don't understand, like... You have to imagine a perfect man or a perfect situation, like a perfect man. And, you know, we use Jesus because Jesus was a perfect man. But how do you take Jesus and put him in your life living as you? And there's the thing. And it's like, that's not poetic license, that's a necessity. And so somebody's got to change. And that's going to be the way you think. And you have to understand him better to rationalize how he could even be in your life right now. How could Jesus be in this life talking and dealing with these people right now? You know, and I can't do that. I mean, I try. But that would be what you would be bringing to the table. It's disappointing that people don't have that urge, even though they say they do, to tap into it in a way that was meaningful. Because I think what my feeling is, is that people feel isolated. And again, whether you're studying herd mentality or whatever, when you're thinking about a lion that's trying to take people out. He's going to weaken anybody and look for the weak ones. He's also going to isolate. Okay. He, now. Lions work in packs usually. Okay. So imagine that this. The devil was kind of running a pack. That would work together to isolate you. And they've got charming ones too you know. And this is the one that most people are just welcoming through the door. And it's freaking me out because it's so disturbing. But at the same time the Lord breaks all curses, so I'm just trying to figure out how we're going to get out of this mess, because we have like 2020 coming up, but 2019 is just around the corner, so think about this time next year. People aren't going to want to really start talking about it, but there's going to be no way it's not coming up. Now, this gives me real big concern on a spiritual level. And I usually don't get bothered by things, but I think the Lord's putting this on my heart. He's putting that kind of crossroads time so that I feel more pressure, but if I can convey that pressure, maybe others would too. That this is an opportunity that we have this next year to make a big, huge difference. And most people don't believe we could ever get to the point where something really big and nice and spiritually powerful could happen in this country or anywhere. And that's why it's so important to maintain a, a, a continuous message of the same uh, descriptive um, quality to depict the time as it is. But what I don't want is to ever be part of anything that comes across as some kind of brainwashing. And that's what the difference is between myself and many others is that for whatever reason, the Lord has given me a life to avoid the the trappings of being able to be coached or steered by anybody. And I don't really have much to gain. I don't really gain followers through this work. If anything goes well, it just benefits like me and the country and other people like we have a happier life. Like, I just want to go around and have everybody be happy. Like, I've seen it before. It does take place in other places, you know. I'm not talking about fake happy, like, oh, it's got to be perfect all the time. I just mean where people have now put down the dumb, be, you know what. And how is that going to happen? It can happen because these are the end times. There's stuff happening. There's things taking place all over the world. Like I said, when this next election happens no matter what, it's going to be a big deal, no matter what, by 2020, the 2020s are going to be a big deal, everything's going to be a big deal coming up, it really is, life is getting to be more of a, like, big deal, (laughs) I don't know what, I, I don't want to give words to some of the things that, that, that the enemy system, okay, the enemy is planting already, because that's what takes place when you get involved with the uh, prognostication is you wind up because the biggest prognosticator ever is the biggest prognosticator would be well I can't say the biggest okay there's a prognosticator out there that is a liar and this guy is just relentlessly unleashing like a spray hose this garbage all over everything so it's really hard to tell what's true and what's not true and the people who spend time in the bible and using the bible and discerning with the bible are the ones who have no problem because it's like oil and water having everything just come off them and they just keep on going no matter what's said around them no matter what's done they just keep on going in fact they're getting refined That's a special kind of person. We have to have those people. They have to continue on and they have to go on unabated with nobody messing them up. They have to get smarter. They have to get wiser. We need them here. That's people that God makes. And he's a lovely person. God is a good man. He's a wonderful person. He doesn't have ill in mind for anybody. He's trying to win as much as he can. And he wants people to enjoy the victory. He wants us to partake in it. It's part of like the wedding feast. It's part of the joy. It's part of the experience. It's how we can get through it. So I'm just here to say that. So everybody take part in your life, man. Don't let your life flash by you. Don't let it just flash by. Never give up. Don't take your hands off the wheel. Let God guide you. But do not give up on thinking that you have the power of God in you to be manifested in your life in ways that will please you in your relationship with God. We get pleased, but I cannot bait you in like so many people will that you're going to get something good out of this because I said so. You need to know that God will supply all your needs and he has something that I will never be able to put words for because he he only you know what. And he's the one who knows what you need. And he makes that for you when you learn to depend on him and believe in him and anticipate the power of God manifesting in your life. Now that's enough for a lot of people to really focus on that. I can't imagine if God did anything in anyone's life if that was multiplied over and over and it kept happening for people. I can't ever imagine that that would hurt this scenario I'm talking about. And this is why I catch so much criticism because I want people to understand the essential which is the power of God in their own lives. And if that repeats, then who needs to do anything? Because that one powerful saint that's built up, that's made, that's born again, That has the power of a hundred and then they touch others and then the things are released and next thing you know, you're not having to do anything. It is hands off the wheel to some extent because the spirit's moving and things are changing and that's the refreshing wind that I'm looking for and a lot of us are looking for. We need it. We need it. We need it badly. This world needs it. Why? Because what we want is refreshing of the spirit. For many, many, many reasons. But ultimately, if everybody's like me that's a Christian and they ultimately know it comes down to an equation of salvation, without this refreshing spirit washing through the land, you are not going to have a great increase in salvations in the midst of of, uh, serious misery. We need that first. The gospel has to go out throughout the whole world in a mighty, powerful way. Before all that hell and slaughter and all that stuff we know is coming comes because we're not part of that We don't want anything to do with that. We have another mission And so we know now we can do it like there's nobody gonna stop us because we know it's supposed to happen anyway So why not be the ones to do it? I mean even if you're wrong You're still doing what you're supposed to do spreading the gospel So you do it better and bigger and you find better ways to do it But You don't get co-opted by the system. That's gonna want to take it over And this is why it's so controversial and difficult to try to get this work done because everybody wants to take it over and mess it up. So, God has his ways. I'm a contributor to this fight. I've got a significant advantage over some. I have a minor, minor, minor deficit under some. I have to say minor because it feels sometimes very painful to be in the position I'm in in my life. Sometimes, because of some of the things that have happened. But the thing is, (laughs) I know better because it's not what it appears at certain times. That's the illusion of the enemy has danced into and out of my life and history. The history of God is way better. The enemy loves to take a whole life that you've lived with somebody or some good memories and then have that person or that situation come and say, that was all horrible. Even though you were there. Yeah, And this isn't happening to me. I'm saying I've been thinking about this a lot. Like things that happen. I'm like, you know, these are kind of the things that happen that really ruin. Because you don't ever want it to happen to you or your kids or anybody. Where all the, like your kids. Think of all the beautiful memories you might have with your kids. What if you pushed them so far that one day they just stopped remembering any of that stuff. And for the rest of their life, all they could think was how much they hated their parents. What a robbery. So we have to be aware that this is the human condition. These things can happen. Well, if that's something for people to think about, then great. It's something you have to be careful of. And that's why I say loving people is tricky work. When you want to push buttons and push boundaries and do all these things to try to get people to do what you want, you better watch out. This is the lesson that like salvation calls to us to learn because you watch and you watch and you watch and you watch and you have all kinds of, some people don't deal with salvation or matters of faith at all. Other people do it where they wrestle and they wrestle and they wrestle with everybody until they're completely alone and they're basically like iron fisted over whatever they can actually control because they're not going to let anybody corrupt their faith. Now, I kind of admire that on some level, but that can be extremely dangerous as well. Well, what's your actual path of a Christian? Well, that's what the Bible describes. The Bible describes fellowship and some kind of love among us. Like, I'm one of you guys. That's why I want to feel a little love here. Like, I know I'm not giving any because I've been like a big, you know, complainer, or whatever, but I felt called by the Lord, I still do, feel called by the Lord to do these things that I do, and say these things that I say, and even though it doesn't make me very popular, I'd rather have a different kind of life, I really would, I'd like to be happy, I could be, but instead, this work, it's absolutely got to get started, I think there's happiness coming for me, I I really do, and I I mean, I'm happy enough, hey, who isn't, but... (laughs) It's way complex. That's all I can say. Anyway, but it's not so bad. No, but it's coming around the corner. And, uh. I I think that's probably about it. yeah, there's a lot of work to do, it's, you know, I get tired, like everybody else, our kids are going back to school tomorrow, Uh, you know, there's a lot of life changes happening, I mean, nobody wants to hear about it, but you got different kids at different ages, and they're all going through something, and then you go through some things here and there with them, and it's like, oh, man, can get a little much, so by the end of the summer, It's good to to have them break it up, but it's not... I don't feel like I'm glad I'm putting them in someone else's hands. I certainly don't feel that way, because they're going to public school, okay? And this is very concerning for us. You know, it really is, because it's done some damage sometimes to them, but they're resilient. And I guess that's what we've all learned in this house, is resiliency, because this world is not nice. And it's not nice to any of us. And if it can, it will pit us against one another. It wants to. The world wants us to tear each other apart. But fear not. We keep growing closer. Anyway. That's the report for today. I don't think anybody's going to listen to it, so I'll probably just publish it as is. It kind of fizzled out there toward the end, I feel. Guess this is officially the end of summer, isn't it? Today's Labor Day, am I right? Yeah, it is. (laughs) I kind of forgot it's like supposed to be a holiday. And... uh, Let's see what can be done. I've kind of been waiting for everything to shift back into gear again with everybody going back to school. So when that happens, you ought to see a few changes around DVD radio. I've got some ideas. I just don't know how it's all going to take hold and take place. So that's why I like the interaction with the like larger world because it does leave open a lot of possibilities. You never know who's going to hear me and who I might connect with sometime. Because honestly, like I'm saying, there is so much work to be done. And we haven't ruled out any, like my wife and I, any path for me. Because, like, right now she's staying at home as a mom and she's working on her own kind of, like, business. But for myself, we have not ruled out anything for my path. But it has to suit our family. So, I continue to work the way I do, but the Lord is preparing us all for a different kind of life. We'll see what that looks like coming up. Okay, right now I'm praying for you guys out there. Anybody who actually hears this, I'm praying for you. I pray a blessing over you. If you've listened this whole time, my gosh, you deserve a quadruple blessing. If that's even like loud for me to like pray better blessings for people that listen longer. But if that's like allowed by the Lord, I'm quadruple blessing you. Okay, I'm giving you this. I can quadruple bless you for listening to this whole thing. I appreciate that. Anything else I want to say? Um, I'm praying for the nation only because, um, I believe scripture may point to the fact that it's possible that this country goes through a transformation in the end times and kind of doesn't get involved in all that happens, but see the way history in the future is going to work, it does, people want to predict, they want to like see this, like war horse country go do something in the future and that is not it not what I'm getting at all that there's almost like a more of a disappearing quality on some level and that's something that is important for people to understand that we're not I'm not talking about a rapture in the sense of what everybody might think or anything I'm saying something God is revealing to me as a possibility is a freeing of the spirit here because otherwise if we don't get that We have a problem. We have a serious problem because this country has created a lot of problems in this world. And if it doesn't start accounting for that, then it becomes, like, guilty as part of the problem. And we know that some kind of reckoning is coming. So we want to be on the right side of things as a country, just with a cleaner conscience going forward. Again, I don't want to put too much weight on it, but... It's a message, if I can just keep repeating it, hopefully it won't get knocked out of me. Because that's what keeps happening, so... I'll try to keep repeating the same message. Maybe that'll work. And if anybody else can like do a way better job of coaching something out there and getting things rolling, I just don't want you to be coaching people into hate. Because that's one thing I'm getting really tired of. So I'm not part of that. I'm not trying to stoke anybody up to go on and get people to hate and make mean signs and say mean things and dig up the dirt and all this. I don't want to be part of that. So, no, I think something else happens because it starts with individuals and they fix their families and that family is able to help other families. It kind of goes on and on and on and then we have communities and then communities changing and things being accepted. It's going to be different. And there's a few things that are going to have to be worked out really quickly. And I cannot be front and center in bringing some of these things up because I'm already extending myself far too much to be out there trying to talk about other controversial issues that are way more controversial. But if I could let everybody else yak about it for a while, I definitely have my opinion and take on a certain amount of things when it comes to things in the Bible that we know are wrong and that society's doing, how we ought to handle that. You know, we have to be smart here. We're trying to win it, and we want to be like Jesus. We don't want to be throwing stones and being rude and being mean and not understanding. You don't know these people, and you're acting like you do. And they say, you don't even deserve to know them. And that's pretty sad. If that's what we're finding, our Christians are getting said, like basically the people that need us the most are saying, you don't even deserve to know us because you're so mean. Yeah. And so they have their own culture. And there's lots of people out there looking at the Christians that do that, saying, if that's Christianity, I support these people. And so you're just losing and losing more. You think God likes this? No, because it wasn't biblical to begin with, the way people were treating each other. So that's why I put it all behind me. I'm not thinking of anybody, you know, I am actually sometimes. I'm thinking of a couple things that I just got confused about because how could everybody else support these notions? And I have had to support lots of things because of the last election that somehow I went under the radar. I was also supporting things I didn't support. And that's what I don't want to go through again. That's why I'm trying to do this work now. Because I have no interest in having these horrible experiences like I did last time. Trying to help influence the election because I was so concerned about what might happen. I'm glad I did. But I don't like a lot of what the repercussions have been. It's just one of many things. We all are paying a price for what's been going on in our country. And that's why I speak up. Because God will bless me just for speaking up. And I'm not going to get into it all, but... It's all out there, I'll keep recording about it, I'll keep talking about it. One day my message will be heard and accepted. They'll make a place for me in the Christian world, and that's what I'm waiting for. Where I'm able to talk in the Christian world, and I'm just a voice, you know? Just like everybody else, and we, many people are talking. There's one show I watched on YouTube, like I still like watching it forever. I'll have to, I'll have to post some episodes on Twitter, like it would be really cool. Like I love listening to these guys talk, even though I don't agree with them on everything... They're just so enthusiastic about trying to figure out the scriptures and and what and how to t- and they get all these questions. It's like Bible Man, or it's not Bible Man, but it's like one of these Bible uh, shows. It's got this guy with glasses, and there's another guy, and he does it for so long that he's like aging on the show a little bit. But I hope these guys are still putting out material. What am I talking about? Nobody knows. But but there's discussion things like out there that I used to watch because it was so helpful for me to hear all these various points of view or people just bolstering each other's points of view. If it seems pretty right, you know, about these various subjects. Okay. But then you take it in and then you say, well, what is God telling me about the subject? Cause I have these people or this situation in my life. And he doesn't know just because you know, the right thing to, to like believe doesn't mean you have to spout off about what other people need to believe. You need to deal with the problem the right way and deal with what's going on with you. Are you okay? Because Jesus could just look at somebody and know their whole life story. But a lot of times we have to be able to be trusted so they can give it to us. So then we can give our response. And it's hard because we can't be duped in. Like that's what the weak people are doing is they're the ones that are willing to do this work because it's just cover for them to go and back back into the world and have a worldly life. And this is a great concern I have for the kingdom because it's quite destructive overall. It can break hearts. It can break lives. So we also have to discipline ourselves. And we need to be able to get right standing with God so convincingly to ourselves that we can, and I'm serious, with the Bible, know that we can entirely teach out of the Bible and never have to skip anything and be able to talk about every single page on some level. I know that sounds crazy, but wouldn't that be just like your ideal person that just knows how to deal with the Bible and can deal with it? That's what a lot of people I find. They just don't, certain aspects of it, they just don't want to deal. It's just too much. So they pretend it's not even there. And again, these are the dangers we face. So if that's helpful to anybody, then good. If it's just annoying, complaining, I'm sorry. will get you next time. I was praying for you. Oh, 58 minutes. Perfect. All right. Well, everybody have a great night. We'll be talking to you real soon, probably in a couple of days here. I think these are going to be a little bit different tone. Uh, but even if not, I don't even care. This is fine for me. I think this is important discussion. So hopefully this has blessed somebody out there. You know, like you, if you listen to this, I tried to pray you a quadruple blessing. Now, I've been working on my prayer life and sometimes you got to watch out. Blessings. So I wish somebody would pray a quadruple blessing on me. I certainly can't pray it over myself. Okay, how about this? No, no, I can't even bargain for one. We'll just leave it all up to the Lord, right? Okay, so. (laughs) Tune in next time. Maybe I'll do uh, whatever's after quadruple. An octuple? That would be eight blessing. Go eight times? I don't know. How about a decatuple? Alright, this is not... Okay, how about... Just a regular blessing is good enough. So we'll end with, on top of all the other blessings, we want to put one more regular blessing on top. (laughs) Okay, in Jesus' name, be safe and be wise and don't mess up anybody's life and don't let anybody get you to justify wrong behavior because they're wrong. You don't turn around and do something wrong just because somebody wronged you okay just remember that one it's really difficult but you have to remind yourself when you're losing your temper or something like that really think about it and think have i been drawn into leaving what i know is right by somebody that got me out of my basic like safe comfort place because you know some of you guys are like snowflakes too now i'm just kidding all right then god bless you i'm just messing around i'm the same exact way so you take care and don't send any dvd radio hate mail this week Just send us some love. Goodbye.